Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where I interview guests about their crazy, unique occupations or life experiences. I'm your host, Leslie Fear. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone. Today, I'm joined with Crystal Miles. She was with me last, believe it or not, February. It's been that long. It's been a minute, and it's been too long, in my opinion. And I'm so happy to welcome Crystal Miles back. She's a psychic medium, an amazing one, and she's got some stories for our October series. So welcome to the show, Crystal. Well, thanks for having me. I love to be back. Well, I tell you, I love you and you've become kind of a pretty good friend of mine, especially with my rants to you when I special message you. I love when it pops up on my phone that you're messaging me. I know you're going to get me thinking and enlightening me even when it comes to different topics. I love it. Yeah, you know, we do get deep sometimes. That's for sure. You know, well, at least I do. And then I drag you with me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but today I thought we'd talk about some things you and I discussed before we started recording. This is my October series and uh, I'll be doing kind of ghosty kinds of things or scary things. We got to go there a little bit for October. And you said you have a really good story about a haunted house and also the Oklahoma City Zoo. So let's start with the first one, the haunted house, and we'll go from there. Okay. So I used to do paranormal sweeps a lot more often. Um, When I still lived in town, um, I was open to going to homes and locations and just telling people what was there. Okay. So I had a woman reach out and she said, I have a house next door to my house. I rent it out. I know it's haunted. Can you come and tell me who's here and who can get rid of it? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. So it was in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. Okay. And I pull up and I see this beautiful home and the next door, definitely an at least a hundred year old home. Um, I was like, okay, well, here I go. So I work up, I introduce myself and I'm asking my angels to be with me. And I'm picturing myself in this big bubble of light. And I didn't want her to tell me too much because I don't, I'd rather me tell her. Right. And she goes, well, hey, I need to give you a heads up. Everyone in town knows this house is haunted. And so it is a haunted house. And people pay to come here on the weekends. (laughs) First red flag. (laughs) Okay. So we're walking up to the door and she opens the kitchen door and I walk in and I see guts falling out of this old refrigerator. There is blood. It is, it's a spectacular haunted house. I'll tell you that. It is clowns hanging. I wouldn't want to go there in the dark. I'll tell you that. So and they've then, got it like dressed up for Halloween, like a like a, a true haunted house with just okay. They've got it staged, house. Okay. bloody machetes, everything. Oh, wow. It was you're supposed to walk through it with, with like a flashlight. Wow. But so it was it was the middle of the day though, okay. and I walk into the kitchen and I'm kind of getting my bearings. I don't like haunted houses. Things like that scare me, yeah. and so I was getting my bearings. Like be strong, be brave, Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> this is all fake. Right. And then I hear someone run through the house. And then in my mind, I'm like, are they trying to trick me? You know, yeah. like, is this a gimmick? What is this a, a TV show or something? Because yeah. I heard someone run through the house. And I said, okay, I need you to tell me who's in this house. Because I just heard them run through. You know, it's rickety old wood floors. Yeah. And she said, there's no one in this house. And I said, I heard them run towards those stairs over there. Mm. And she goes, that's why you're here. Oh. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so then in my mind, I now know whatever energy is in the home ran through and upstairs. Mm. So then I had to mentally tell myself, distinguish between the human stuff that's here from people getting scared and startled in this home that I residually would feel. I need to then block out my own human emotions of really creepy things looking at me, you know, dolls with whatnot. And then I got to figure out what energy is upstairs. And so we're walking through the house. I can feel all the residual human stuff. I can definitely tell families have lived there. Mm. And then I get to the bottom of the stairs and I hear a man's voice in my head cursing at me and telling me to get out. Yeah. And now I am not fearful of energy Mm -hmm. at all. I'm much more fearful of human beings. They are much more scary (laughs) than energy. And so then I told the lady, hold on, let me close my eyes and let me see what's actually happening. And the more I tried to tune into him, he started throwing stuff and was hitting things upstairs. And she goes, do you want to go up there and you can see? I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm trying right here, right. (laughs) Didn't go upstairs because there was no need. Right. There was no need to go up there because he is energy, location, time. That does not matter. I just needed to tune into what was happening. And so he was very angry that someone was about to out him. Mm. And so I started asking this energy, which would then be me asking my spirit guides, my higher self, my angels, his higher self. Who is this? And they started humanizing him, saying the name a job when he was in the home um, he was the original owner he built it and so I told her all this stuff and as I was talking he was getting quieter and quieter and quieter like I was humanizing this fragmented energy that should have went home to the heavens like reminding him oh wait I used to be alive maybe right Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And so whatever happened at passing, he was a bad human, an angry person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe he was scared of judgment. Maybe he was just like, why would I want to go to the light when it's so fun being bad here? Yeah. Or whatever it may be. So I told her all the information that I received. I'm not a trained expert on energy clearing. That is a whole specialty. And so I gave her the resources and names and that sort of thing to be able to get rid of it. And then I left and definitely shook that off on the way to the car. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, there's so many red flags because first of all, and I watch, you know, kindred spirits, ghost nation, all those things. Cause I still love to hear the history of the places they go to and whether it's real or not. I think some of it's real and I think some of it's not, maybe it's sensationalized, but I do know that they say when you, minimalize their existence by trying to uh, make an attraction and people go into pain. It's a mockery of their lives or their home or whatever. That's going to piss them off. Yeah. Yeah. And give them the energy to do more. Feed off of the energy. Absolutely. And, you know, and it was interesting, and you and I have talked about this before, and I've talked about this on my podcast. And I think we both have come to a conclusion that maybe this also happens when someone becomes a ghost. I kind of wonder if 
they either don't want to go into light. I don't know about that. Maybe that's part of it. But I also wonder if unintentionally a fragment of your soul gets left behind and he is a result. And he was confused and didn't realize maybe where he was until you started humanizing him. Yes. And then the piece that got left behind didn't have enough enough intelligence yeah. Yeah. maybe yeah. to... I don't know how to explain, but maybe didn't have enough intelligence. The bit of our soul that comes down is wise enough to know to drink water. I'm alive and then I die and then I go home. But maybe that little bit of fragment that gets left behind is why they're kind of bumbly and they're, they just kind of do the same thing over and over. Now there is the residual energy that is on a loop, but then there's the stuff with intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I also think that they, even though they're a fragment of us, isn't it scary to think that they can evolve a little bit and keep doing and getting more powerful with the things they do though. Yes. And that's why people need to be respectful. Yeah, well, no, and that's <laughs> don't mess with energy. Right. Because I just think it's like that, that movie, the others. And I've talked about that so many times on my podcast, we are their ghosts because that was his home and he's got these people walking in and cursing or doing whatever they do and, and macheting their way into a living room or through a kitchen and they've got it staged and it's just so, mocking and you know don't get me wrong I'm, I'm all about haunted houses in a big warehouse where they just do it for the attraction and it's fun and people go there to get scared and that's the whole point but when you make fun of someone's home that's where I think it gets a little tricky yeah and them in general yeah 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 okay so you have another story about the Oklahoma Zoo haunting okay tell me about that yes okay so I was there with my kiddo hot summer day mm-hmm. and we are at the sea lion show Okay. And we're sitting there, we're watching the sea lion, everyone's clapping and, you know, it's adorable. And and then I'm like crying out of nowhere. Just water is pouring out of my eyes oh my God. and I can't get it to stop. And I was like, thank heavens, I have a baseball hat and sunglasses on. What in the world is happening? And I'm like trying to wipe it off. Yeah. And so then I'm now distracted. I'm not even watching this show. And so I'm being quiet, my mind tuning into myself, trying to wipe these tears And then I see a woman in a white dress in my mind's eye and she is so sad. And I just see her just like walking in these circles, just sad. And my heart absolutely broke. I wish I could have like tuned in more, but I'm like in mom mode. And so I couldn't just sit there with my eyes closed and look like a weirdo Um, (laughs) to get more information about her. But maybe that energy that is there just saw, oh, there's someone who can see me, who can acknowledge me. And so she was getting close. And then her sadness was like making me cry. So I grew up in Oklahoma, but I've never like Googled, you know, where are the places that is haunted? Um, I I never have. (laughs) And so when I got home later that day, I Googled. Is the Oklahoma City Zoo haunted? I just want to see if anyone else has ever recognized her, her existence. And sure enough, (gasps) it's popping up in the aquatic area. Oh, my God. The the employees there do encounter a woman in a white dress. Oh, my gosh. And you had no idea. that To me, that's so much more credible. Uh, You went in blind. You know, you're with your child. You're on a school trip or whatever. And then, you know, and you're not tuning into any of this. And then all of a sudden, you're you're freakishly crying. And you thank God you have your sunglasses on. And like I said, I don't know if you can turn that emotion off and turn your abilities off. Or sometimes it just creeps through. How does that work? 
I allow my human to be loud and proud. So it's not like I don't turn spirit off. Okay. Human is louder than spirit. Okay. So okay. spirit might be talking to me and, and imprinting on me and telling me things about just the space that I'm in. But I'm thinking about what's for dinner? Where's my child? <laughs> Does, is this chew on touch? All these things, which is much more intrusive yes. than the other side. And see, I so, think it's so cool that you might have like a tour guide the whole time. I'd be like walking into a house going, hmm, what's this house all about? And then you got, because I, I love history and that would be so much fun, but maybe it would be fun for you. I don't know. No, I do it. I do it. If I'm, I never do it inside someone's home because it's none of my business and I don't right. want to know. Right. Um, it is, I think it would be rude. It would be absolutely rude for me to walk into someone's home and be like, oh, I could tell you guys had an argument last night. <laughs> right? No, yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. But I I do like it restaurants oh. just because I'm totally into the history of it. Right. Yeah, I, I do. I'll like be quiet for a second and kind of see what I can see. Oh, and it probably has to do a lot more with the land, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Well, in Oklahoma, yeah, yeah there's definitely energy that kind of just wanders about. Now, is this energy stuck? No. Does the heavens know where all energy is at all times? Yes. Is the energy doing what it wants to do because of free will? Yes. Yes, yes. And that's a whole other thing where, you know, whether I, you know, live to be 100 or or die in 20 years or whatever, I can decide to stick around or go. And uh, of course, I think I'll immediately go to the light. I would hope so. And I hope that's my experience. But but if something tragic happens, uh, there's a possibility unintentionally, I think, right? Maybe, maybe I think anything is possible. And I definitely say that all the time that humans don't know everything. Humans don't know all the things that energy can do. And so we have to say any and everything is possible. But I think probably 99.999% we zip home as quick as we can. And maybe only sometimes a little piece gets left behind who knows? Someday we'll know all the answers. Well, you know, and if you think about it, everybody's haunted because we get visited by our loved ones all the time. You know, mm-hmm. I don't Absolutely. have to. Yeah, I don't have to have a haunted house for spirits to be lurking all around my home. Whether they're people that lived here before or something tragic happened there, nothing did. I don't think, as far as I know. And then you know, but my mom, I talk to her and other people that I love that have passed. So, yeah, you know, people say, "Oh, I have a haunted house." I think everybody does. And and maybe that's where the intelligent energy comes from. So we have the energy that's just on the loop where it's like people hear footsteps every single night in their home. That's just an old thought form just happening. And then there's the energy say that I see at a restaurant and then I go home that night and then that energy that I saw at the restaurant now woke me up standing on the side of the bed. They would have seen someone who can see them. And then follow me home and then wake me up. And then I'm like, get out of my house. Where are you, Archangel Michael? Get in here and do your thing. (laughs) Well, you know, I talked to Michelle the Medium. You know who I'm talking about. And she says sometimes the people that, the ghosts that she encounters, they do come to her house and they just want to sometimes do what humans do and just sit and watch TV with you. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then like wake you up at night. And then it looks like a white, misty hologram. 
full body. I mean, if you can see facial hair, you, it is fully detailed, white, misty hologram. I don't care where you go, just get out of here. Well, yeah, and you know, some of my listeners may not know you. I know you didn't get your gifts until after your son was born around the age of 33. So you got them a little later in life, which I think is really kind of cool that you were able to live life and understand how things work before you became a medium, because I think it only helped make you understand um, certain aspects of what you can do now. And I love that about this. And I have to ask, didn't it kind of freak you out the first time you really started seeing this kind of stuff? Oh, it was really startling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very startling. Yeah. Lots of screaming, pillows being oh. thrown. Oh, no. Yeah. And I would, you know, if I like push my arm through it, you know, if I'd yeah. wake up in there and I would see, you just picture, you know what it's like to have like your kid wake you up standing on the side of the bed. Oh, it's yeah. like, ooh, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, I pushed my arm through it, and it kind of just, like, would evaporate. Ooh. And, yeah, it in the beginning, it would happen every night. And oh. so, yes, it was startling. I wasn't fearful of it, though, because I knew it was energy. Right. I just I had this gut knowing this cannot hurt me. I need to figure out how to make my home a fortress where they can't get in. Right, right. And I'm sure that took some skill, too, and just knowing that you have to let them know, listen, no, you can't disturb me when I'm sleeping or you can't disturb me when I'm doing whatever. But I really think it's cool, though, Crystal, that you actually go, hey, listen, I'm I'm here and I can see and sense you if I am out. And if you want to get a message to me, I don't know if if somebody were to come to you like at the grocery store and was like, oh, my gosh, there's my daughter. And I just wanted to know. I I don't even know if you do anything like that. Knowing you, you probably would not. Mm -mm, No way. Yeah. No way. Because what if that would cause more damage? Yes. You know what I mean? Because if she's a non-believer, yeah. What if just a stranger talking to him would make them feel uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah. no way. Yeah. People's loved ones out and about do not come to me because they know I will not go to Ooh, those people. Nice. Well, that's nice to know that. Yeah. Because, you know, you've got the Long Island medium and all these other people that we see sometimes on TV going, oh, yeah, she's at the beauty salon or she's wherever she is. And she does approach them. And of course, she's conveniently got a camera crew on her. So that's kind of. um, (laughs) And those people are mic'd up and they've signed a release already. I think that that probably has a lot to do with the show. And the energy is coming to her because they know she's going to go to them. Right. Yeah, because I I do believe she has gifts. I'm not discounting that. But I do think that, yeah, you have to have a a lot of things happen before you can actually just walk up to someone. Yeah. If I say, like, go to dinner with girlfriends that night when I come home, I might have an image like kind of flash through my head. Mm -hmm. um, And I'll be like, oh, my God, their, their grandma was with them. So like I said, spirits like it's coming to me. But I'm not acknowledging it, and my human thought is much more loud and drowning it out. But it kind of imprinted, and I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Like, I wonder if it's, you know, Grandma's birthday or something, or why she was, like, so close at that time. I was not digging for it. I was not looking for it. It just kind of imprinted because it was there. Right. Yeah. And you know, I think the closer you get to people, the harder it is. Like, I I don't know how easy it is for your husband or a best friend or, you know, to hone in on anything that that's around them. I think it just gets a little more difficult because you're so close to the situation. Am I right? Right. Oh, yeah. There's no way I could like read my parents or my husband or my friends in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of psychic practice on them. 
because I, I can't I because I know I know whose grandma's where and wh- why they died and the, all these things and so it's like I already knew the evidence and the facts but I could still like talk to them about like work I don't know what's happening at their work just in the beginning uh, yeah. whenever I was looking to for people to practice on right and psychic ability is more like projection of what's going to happen in the future or some kind of prediction right yeah, it past, present, future stuff. Oh, so it does go past him. Okay, I didn't realize that. I, I don't know why I always thought if you're psychic, you're more predicting the futures. But but if time doesn't exist there, why wouldn't you be able to go anywhere, right? Yeah, because the psychic is connecting to the human, the soul that is sitting there in front of you. Yeah. A mediumship is connecting to the divine. The soul is on the other side. Mm-hmm. The universe, our true home. We're talking to that. Psychic work is more like earth work. Oh, that makes sense. Totally makes sense. Yeah. It's where you might talk about like, why are they showing me third grade? You know, they want to talk about third grade and they're like, oh yeah, we had a car accident in third grade and it just changed everything. My view of safety changed after the car accident. Mm. That's psychic work. Gotcha. Okay. No, that totally makes sense then. And see, I I was more one dimensional on that. I need to work on that, obviously. So... (laughs) So what I was also going to ask you is just while we're doing this October stuff, any other little scary things, you know, that maybe you no longer do or still do? I know you're not afraid of energy. I don't mean that, but it can get kind of creepy, I think, right? Yes, it can. I don't really come across. Yeah, because you don't don't work with that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's just not. I mean, like if I go into hospitals, Mm -hmm. it's like crazy heavy so much energy like if I'm going to a hospital it's for a reason oh really so I don't you know like my grandpa's dying or something like where I like have to go well why do you Um, let me ask you this Crystal why do you think hospitals are so I mean I probably know a little bit of the answer but why do you think hospitals are so inundated with spirit because Energy needs to feed off of energy mm. and hospitals have so many emotions going on. Mm. And, and it's not just like people who are nervous visiting or people who are anxious sitting in the bed or mad that they're sick, um, loved ones grieving, the employees angry because they haven't had a restroom break in 10 hours. Mm. You know, there's just so much hubbub and action at all times happening and so energy would just be attracted to it and want to be there because there's a lot to fuel themselves on Mm. even if it's non-intelligent it would just kind of find itself there so the residual stuff would just always be looping because it can do you think that can conjure up anything a little less light uh something more sinister maybe Mm, i mean i have to always say anything is possible I have never noticed anything angry in a just a traditional hospital setting. No. Right. And, you know, in traditionally like cemeteries, everybody thinks, those. you know, they go there for Halloween stuff and pranks and teenagers go and all the things. To me, I would think a cemetery is the least active kind of place. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because it's pretty boring. What What is there to, how do you get your energy from it? Um, yeah, it's very calm. I feel like loved ones would be coming in to witness services and that sort of thing. So I think a lot of people have like haunted type stories from cemeteries, but it would have been their loved ones trying to be like, I'm here, I'm alive, I'm fine, I'm with you, I'm going to make something super cool happen. It's going to seem haunted, but it was just them trying to be like, I'm never leaving your side. 
and that's see, I love that. And because when I was younger and I thought of a cemetery, I was just like, oh, wow, all these dead bodies are in coffins here. And to me, that was kind of macabre and scary and weird and spooky. And, and that's, what I think, what the human me thinks about a cemetery. And that's, what I think, what a lot of people think about a cemetery. So they think, of course, it's haunted. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've seen energy. I have a super small cemetery out in the country where I live and I have seen a man walking in and out. Oh, wow. And so I know that that's just residual energy that just like took place. Maybe his grief was so heavy and so large. Wow. It just, that thought form just got stuck on repeat in that spot. Right. And amazing. I've been at a funeral that I saw someone sitting on a fence, oh. but I'm sure it was an ancestor of ours just there to, to witness the moment. And that's the thing. It's amazing what energy can do, though, that it can actually become its own self and just be residual or whatever and just reflect at maybe the same time every day. And it's just so to me, that's more baffling than any kind of ghost or real thing, because that's not even real. And you're seeing it. You know, Mm -hmm. Anything is possible. Absolutely. Anything is possible. And that's why I tried to make sure to never say, well, that can't be or that you know, be really blanket statement and firm on things because I'm just the human, which is pretty low on the (laughs) knowledge totem because we don't, we don't really know just because I can't see it and experience it. Yeah. Doesn't mean it can't exist. It just means I don't see and experience it. Exactly. You know, what's so cool is that we can't know everything. We won't know everything. But like I've said before, you guys, people like you, Crystal, and my other friend, Christina, and even Michelle or whoever else I've, I've interviewed that have y'all's abilities, y'all are kind of like our cheat sheets. You give us the, oh, well, this is what I see. This is how I think it is. And then when you all agree, it's like, okay, this is amazing. And it makes you understand a little bit better what's going on instead of some kind of witch hunt going, okay, well, she's evil because she can do these things. And I don't believe in that. And you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what's neat is the ones of us that you're like collecting and yes. <laughs> in, in interviewing that we're all so different. Yes. And I think when you are trying to collect knowledge and see what's out there is you want to receive information from 20 totally unique individuals with unique gifts and unique abilities because their experience, the realities are are going to be different and they can give you a more well-rounded shot at kind of trying to figure it out. Absolutely. And I'll ask you this, I kind of know this, but so if my listeners don't know a unique ability of yours, let me enlighten them. Let's tell them what yours is. Oh, what is it about you in your mind that differentiates someone else that maybe can do the same kind of work you do? I stick to the light. Yes. I can talk to higher self, your whole self. I can connect to your spirit guides. I connect to loved ones. I stick to the love. And that is what resonates with me. It is my personality. It's me like battling against some big, ugly thought form mm. do, does not watch one of like my videos. You'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's, I, sense yeah. that's not in her tool bag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because like I know Michelle, the medium who is fantastic and you know her and we're all friends. Her gift is battling some of the lesser nice 
entities. And you don't have that in your wheelhouse because you do not work with those kinds of things. But she feels a calling to it. And that's why I love the differentiation between you and her and whoever else I interview because it's so fascinating because I gather all this information in my head and I just want to go, oh my gosh, I wish I could just have you all at the same time and we can all just have a group conversation, you know? It would be like the, the Titans, you know, or something. But it's just so incredibly interesting to me that when I asked you a while, you know, me and my little emails to you, I say, you know, it's funny. You say you really don't encounter negative entities. And you said, no, because I don't work with anything like that. And I was like, oh, well, that's simple. I didn't realize... Because they don't go to you, but you don't have that kind of air about you that Michelle does in the way of, that's her calling. She wants them to come to her. She wants to get rid of them and put them in their place, you know, because they're really just probably just very upset people. It's very rarely something more than just a really upset person. Mm -hmm. Well, like that first ghost story that I was talking about, someone very well could have been like, this is demonic, this is evil. And it's like, no, it's a really grumpy man who was not a good person. And he needs to go home and get dealt with on the other side yeah. and get his, get a finger whacked at him and said, you need to heal yourself and do yeah. better. Yeah, because, um, you know, he's not going to hell, you know, like he may think he might be, you know, he may not be where you or I would be. Maybe he'd be somewhere else where he does get healing, where he can get the good light source or whatever he needs to heal his soul or his attitude or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the, the grumpier energy out there, it just is not presented to me right? because our path is divinely laid oh, and my path is not filled with grumpy entities and whatnot. I get presented what I get presented. And so maybe, you know, if there's mediums out there who don't believe in ghosts, well, maybe they just don't have the skill set to see it. And it's not going to be presented to them. Just like how I don't see the grumpy stuff. I don't. It's just not a part of my reality. Right. But that's what makes it so interesting that you guys are so different. Because, And I love the fact that you're like, anything is possible. Even though I don't deal with these negative entities, I still believe it's possible that they're there. You've seen Anything is possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So somebody came to you and wanted you know, a reading from you or, you know, whatever else you can do. Tell my listeners what they can expect if they come to you. Well, we are connecting to the divine, to your higher self. We will be bringing in loved ones Mm. to assist in healing and hope and making this time on earth to be human, which is really, really hard. Giving them at least a 30 minute window of comfort that maybe they can reflect back on in a week or in a year and be like, well, I know that there's good. There was proof. She she told me things that how could she ever know that about my parent? How could she ever know what their favorite pie was? How could she ever know? There has to be more. There has to be life after death. Our souls have to live on because it doesn't cure grief, but it's just a resource to reflect on, just like a really good book. Yes. And I love that take on it because, you know, that you come from a center of love and that you come from a center of I care and want to spread it. Uh, that's never bad. That's always good for you. And, and it probably just makes you better and better because you are dealing with that kind of 
sense and that sensibility about it. Yeah, I I love receiving emails from clients, you know, a week later, a month later, and they're like, the more I process what we talked about, like the more powerful our time together is, has become. And I see things different now. Thank you for this relief that I'm now ready to explore. Oh, see, I love that. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, be crying and wanting to hug everyone. <laughs> Well, you know, the fact that you're spreading that love, you know, because it's it's hard in this world. I think uh, I've talked to so many of you guys saying this is the hardest gig there is out there. Coming to Earth and being human is the hardest thing we can all do. And, mm-hmm. and we do it over and over again, which is kind of nuts. But you know, I guess if you have a soul that wants to evolve, and I hope I always do, um, I'll probably continue coming back. Some people are like, I don't want to come back. And I get that too. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, grief and pain and hardships. That takes a lot on the human. I no, completely really understand. Does. Yeah, it really does. Well, I tell you what, girl, you have been, of course, fantastic. I love what you do. Uh, you become a good friend of mine. You answered my lovely voicemails at two in the morning. No, it's not usually two in the morning. <laughs> it's usually not quite that early. But don't put it past me. I know you'll get to it when you do. And uh, tell everybody where they can find you, Crystal. On my website, crystalmiles.com. My first name's spelled different, so hopefully Leslie will write it down in the show notes so you can see crystalmiles.com is my website. Or if you have TikTok, you can find me at crystal underscore miles there as well. Yay. And like I said, I will put everything on my show notes. I adore you. You know you'll be back, uh, whether you like it or not. And uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day, girl. You too. Bye, Leslie. Thank you. Well, I love providing because I want to know at no cost. So if you like what you heard, please leave me a five-star review or you can just buy me a cup of coffee. It's kind of like a Patreon, but you don't have a monthly subscription and you can give whatever you feel led to give. I am a one-woman show and I do all of my scheduling and my interviewing and my editing. So just know your support is so greatly appreciated. And one more thing, I am a paranormal romance novelist and you can find all of my books on Amazon. Just look up my name. I'm very easy to find. Thank you guys again and I will see you next week.